0: Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophiedawson.com, and this is episode 235 of the Sophie Art Podcast which is a little podcast to do about the art and things with me co-host, little Dennis. And little Dennis is going to get us right into this one because this is another art class podcast talking about the past month for art class. So, little Dennis and Kitty, (laughs) they've done their kisses. It's been a very interesting, it's been a very interesting month at art class. So, you can watch this one on YouTube as a video at youtube.com slash sophie dawson. And what I'm going to do is, well, this month we did a little bit of painting, some pencils, life drawing, and I started going out, I'm also going to talk about going outside, painting outside. Because I carried on, what's happened is the art the art class was meeting on a Saturday to do like plein air painting outside. And that's actually finished now because it only runs for the summer. So what, what I thought was I'm going to carry on doing it. So I've continued going out every Saturday on my own and I'll talk about that later on because I've actually found it quite sort of um, in a strange way better being on my own because I'm I'm sort of a lot more free I I can just walk around and if something takes my fancy I can just sit down and start painting it so it's a lot more exciting in a way but I'll talk about that later the first one we start with september this is september 2022 and the first one we had a model called rachel i think yeah this one she was posing in she was posing in her clothes i think this was the one which had a really hard pose because she was actually she what she was doing was she was sitting down but her one of her shoulders was like pushed up and back and it was really hard to sort of it was really hard to capture what I was seeing and I when like during the break, talking to everyone we were all sort of saying the same thing, that it was very hard to capture this pose because it it was quite a sort of it wasn't very um, what would you call it Expressive, I suppose. It was like the, the expressiveness was very subtle, so you could sort of see it, but you couldn't. Well, I couldn't sort of. I couldn't somehow capture it. I guess what I was doing was I was trying to sort of. I was trying to express what I was seeing, too much, and it was go, it was going wrong. But the thing was, it was a really cool pose. So I started doing some with this quick. quick sketches and then i believe i went into the main one so i've actually finished my sketchbook now i finished that sketchbook i've moved on to a new sketchbook now so this was very this for me this was one of my sort of i would say biggest challenges but very rewarding as well because what happened was I got so far into the drawing, probably about an hour into the drawing, and I know, well, what I what I realised was, I finally realised that uh, her arm, I'd drawn her arm in the wrong place. So I actually what I did was, I actually just had to erase a large part of the drawing, even though I'd sort of started rendering it. I erased, I had to, it, for me there's an element of courage in when you're drawing, Because you've got to basically, you've got to be quite sort of courageous. It it feels to me courageous to sort of erase your drawing. Because part of you doesn't want to do it because you're thinking, I've spent ages doing that. And then you start thinking, what if I erase it and I still can't get it right? So there's a part of me that always thinks, should I just leave it the way it is? But then because I know it's wrong... I sort of, there's a part of me that thinks I've got to try and fix it. And I do think, like, the best way to learn is to sort of, is to erase it, really. If you know that it's wrong, I feel like you're best, you're going to be best to erase it. That's what I've, that's what i felt. And when I once I erased it, I've felt like I really got the um, pose a lot better. I still haven't got it quite right, because her shoulder is, sort of like somehow pushed back a bit and i've drawn it too sort of flat what i liked about this one though was her outfit she had lots of different textures in their outfits because she had like some she had some socks on some three quarter length trousers a little vest and like a, a blouse type thing and they all had different textures and patterns on them as well this is why I like drawing clothes because I find you get a lot of nice shapes and stuff and the other thing with this one was when we had our break like just over an hour well about an hour in we had a break when we come back she was in a slightly different pose so again you sort of because when she come back we had all started drawing and I realised there was a gap between her f- foot and her leg Whereas before there wasn't. So what I had to do was I had to sort of render the drawing sort of the way I remembered it whilst also the way I can see it. So there was like, there was like an element of sort of um, using your imagination in a strange way. <laughs> that was cool. I liked that one. And then what I did was right at the very end I put the pattern and on, her, on her top. I left that right to the end. And I feel like that pattern's quite cool. She's got like a top on with like hearts. I enjoyed that one. The next one we had I think it was Rachel again. This was on the fourteenth of September. So again, we started out with some quick sketches. And what I do, what I've started doing recently is I'll do me quick sketch and if there's anything that I either find really Interesting, like the shape, or if there's something I'm really struggling with, I'll end up sort of doing some little sketches of just that part to try and sort of learn, but I've always found the quick sketches to be way more exciting. I love the shape of feet as well, yeah, feet are so cool they're like they're like little um they they feel precious and i love the way the leg flows into the le- into the foot sort of thing so they're separate but you can feel the connection between them it's cool yeah and again like when we go into the final pose like the quick sketches we've got all these like really nice like um exaggerated shapes and stuff and then when you get into the main pose I always feel like the main poses are a bit more boring but they're also harder because again when you've got like the really expressive things I find that quite not easy but I find it a lot easier to get the um, to capture what I'm seeing but it's when everything's quite subtle that it's hard and well this one here took me ages I think I did um, two little quick sketches because I just couldn't. What was happening was she was lying down with her bum in the air, and so what happened was, what I was for some reason I kept drawing the the shape, the space between her leg and her arm, like basically her her torso. I kept doing it too long, and it was actually a lot shorter, so. But what I did on this one was I did a, did I do any more? Yeah, I did. What well, I did a painting, So I thought I'm gonna try something different here. So when I go out doing me quick sketching outside, I'm doing like, well, like um, like ink with watercolor, and I thought I'm gonna try that at life drawing. So I did my little pencil sketch, and then I went over the edges with, with me um fine liner. Put a little bit of watercolor on it. I quite enjoyed it actually. Also, put a, a face in. I don't often put faces in, but I thought i would put a face in on this one because it, it was a really, really hard angle. And then what I did then was, I just, I was trying to sort of um, find what a silhouette, what a silhouette looked like so I just got me um, I got one of my black brush pens out and I was just trying to sort of capture her basic big shape oh this was interesting as well What happened? yeah I know what I was doing now what happened was we, we went to this art class somebody had brought in a load of art books so there was a table full of art books and they were free So what happened was, right at the start, I'd found this art book called Watercolour Painting, The Ron Ranson Technique. Ron Ron Ranson. Now, Ron Ranson is the bloke who's got the paintbrush, the big, fat paintbrush, which I talked about in the last one of these um, art class episodes because we had to do a life, we had to do a... um, I don't think I got it with me, but basically we have to do a painting using Ron Ranson's paintbrush, which is this big fat paintbrush, and I found a book full of the techniques. So I basically got that, and what I what I love is I love the um, the feeling of the paintings when they're done with that paintbrush. So this book basically it like it helps you learn how to use that paintbrush so i couldn't believe i found that one and then what happened was during the break i found another one sketching with james horton full of basically loads of really cool sketches different types of sketches as well and inside here one of them some of these are so beautiful i think it was was either that, that some of these are so beautiful It might have actually been the one once in one. But inside here somewhere was a a load of little, like, um, doodles of people. So what they'd done was they just sort of captured the uh, people as really simple black and white shapes. And I thought, I'm going to try that. So I went and I tried it myself. And the thing was, it was a lot harder than... (laughs) Then it looked. It was one of those you sort of looked at and thought, oh, I think I'd be quite easy. But it's a lot harder than you think it's going to be. So that was for that. And then the last one, which was last week, what we had to do was we had another, we had another tutorial one and we had to bring in a, a photo, like a photo reference and we were only allowed to use two colors and a white. So I went with two shades of blue and a white, but I ended up also using a burnt umber brown. And I learned so much during this one. The First thing I learned was if you mix burnt umber with, with blue, you can get like a super dark, almost like a black. So what I did was I found this reference image of like a tree it's a tree with like a light at the back and it just looks amazing it almost looks like a sort of spider web or something so that's what I did I I captured that but when I did my one it looks a little bit um, it reminds me of if you've watched Stranger Things one of the characters on it, I think he's called Will I think it was Will he ended up basically ends up drawing like the the monster and when he's drawing the monster he's drawing this like um thing that looks like this <laughs> which is there's there's a creepiness about it, but it also looks a bit like a tree like the roots of a tree or something I enjoyed that I did. So th- this is why I like art class because you sort of you're trying loads of different things all the time. I think my favourite my favourite thing though was the um the pencil drawing with the clothes. Cause I like I say, I I find it fun drawing clothes. And then all that's left now is what we've been do- what we was doing at um What's it called? I should have another one in here somewhere. Yeah, this is what we've we've been up to uh, um, painting outside on a Saturday morning. So the last one I went to was four weeks ago. And we sat in a local park. Oh, there was a little mouse. There was a or a rat there was a little rat that kept coming out what happened was I got there quite early and I was eating a flapjack. I think it was Oh no it wasn't it was a muffin I was eating a muffin and I basically threw a load of the muffin on the floor for the pigeons but whilst I was sitting there suddenly a little rat came out and started munching on the um. on the muffin and I actually got a video of it as well so I put the video in if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see the little rat coming out and eating. <coughs> he was cool. He was. But what I liked about this one was, because it was sort of, um, it was sort of raining. Like it was, it was sort of spitting. So I, we all sat, and it was quite cold as well. So we all sat under the shelter. And what was cool was, you were sat in the shelter, and you were sort of like, we were sat with these pillars in front of us. What I did was I captured the scene behind these pillars. And we've got a church in the background, loads of like foliage, rocks, and then the pigeons were coming and going. And this is again what I like about when you're painting outside, you sort of you sort of like bring in all of the experiences from the day into the one painting. So it's almost like an interactive photo. If you took a photo while she was out there of the pigeons eating, like the, the background would look would look different because you might capture the background when the lighting's better. So it's almost like you're getting the best bits of the day into your painting. Yeah. Which is cool. And I did put the little mouse in as well because he was coming out from behind the rocks. So even he's in there. What was my favourite thing about this one? I think my favourite thing about this one was the perspective, because it was quite challenging. And why? What, what I noticed was that I noticed like it might be obvious, but the it's I kept forgetting that the parallel and and um, the vertical and horizontal lines, basically. Things are always is I find it quite hard sometimes to get the angles right. I think that's what I noticed the most about this one is I've got to start paying more attention to the angles of things. And so I've started doing that thing again, which I haven't done for ages, is like I'll get my pencil and I'll hold it out in front. And then when you got it like um, straight, you can see what the angles are. Because the mind definitely lies with these angles and I know I did it wrong because on one of them on one of them I can see it's wrong. That's part of the fun I suppose. <laughs> so that and that was the last time I did it with um the art class. Cause after that the next one was too far away and they've actually stopped it now. But I also the first thing I did before I did me finish painting I did some sketching and I was sketching the um, archway a little pigeon was sat on a light as well which I thought was quite funny because it's like he was sitting there watching me <coughs> so I got got him as well and then the next week this was the 10th of September this was the first one of me on my own and I decided to paint a, a church there's a church around the corner so again, what's good about this is I can just, I can go and paint whatever I want now. I can also put my music on. So what I've started doing is, like when I'm painting with everyone else at art class, I don't like to put my music on because I think, I think when, you're, when you're there, you're talking to people as well. But like here, I'm completely listening to my music. So it's a lot more... For me, there's a lot more of an intimate relationship with, with like the environment. That's what I'm thinking. And on this one, I've started trying to sort of put some techniques that I've been told about. So the first one was making the background out of focus. So I, when I put my inks in, I tried to make them very light, and the colours very light, so that they sort of fell into the background. But I got some little cars in there as well. <laughs> this was cool because as I was like painting these cars, a lady came out, got in her car and drove off. So again, I had to sort of. Um, again, it's that thing where that car wasn't there the whole time. But I've, I've got it in there because it was there at one moment. So I've, it's almost like you're capturing moments in time, especially with the lighting because the lighting is constantly changing so like one minute I will put the light I will put the shadows in I think that looks good the lighting changes the shadows change the hardest thing about this one though again it was the parallel li- it was the lines like the angles and also so the in terms of the drawing the hardest thing was was like getting the um I suppose it's the perspective and the horizontal and vertical lines. And then the, the hardest thing about the um, the watercolouring bit was trying to mix the shadow colour. Because I went, I created a, a colour which was way too brown. So I didn't really get the right colour there. Yeah, but I enjoyed that one. I got my little seagull in as well. But he was there. That's the thing. That's that's what's, Well, he wasn't there. He was over here. What it was. What it was was he was. He was sitting on this, the corner of this um, building, on the left. But I thought to myself, he's going to look a lot cooler, sat on the right hand side. So I actually moved him. So again, even though he he was there, he wasn't actually there, but he was there. So it's like. This is what I love. It's like you're sort of, you're sort of drawing what you're seeing, but you're playing around with it a bit. So like somebody else would draw this, and it will look completely different, because you saw you're bringing a bit of yourself into it. The next one was the seventeenth of September, and what I did was I I walked down a road I've never walked down before, and it's only around the corner i talked about this before in one of the podcasts like there's a load of roads around here that i've never walked down and you don't know what's down the end of them so what i thought to myself was i'm just going to walk down here and if i see anything i'm just going to stop and paint it so i was walking up the road and suddenly well this road was like full of trees and really old style posh looking buildings there was lots of leaves on the ground as well, like, but it looked very sort of atmospheric. But there was no interesting shapes, and then suddenly I saw this um, post box, a red post box, and it just popped. But I was walking from the other angle, and from the other from the other angle, it looked really cool because you had loads of trees, but I felt I felt like all the shapes were sort of competing with each other, so I was going to sit there and start drawing it but I thought I'm going to keep walking and look at it from the other angle and it was amazing how from the other angle it looked a lot more sort of um it was it was as if the other angle it was a painting because you've you've got like a lamppost you've got the wall you've got trees you've got this big iron gate with like stone pillars you've got lights You've got the post the um, the postbox, but everything had its, every single object. Was like it had its own space, almost as it, almost as if it was like um. Like waiting for me to see that, because from the other side, everything was, a bit jumbled up. So I thought, oh, I'm so glad I walked this way, and what I did was I sat on the pavement side of the road put my music on and was started painting and there was people walking up and down like looking at me <laughs> so there was this there was this hint of um the possibility of sort of social anxiety or something but I didn't feel it I just thought I just I just felt quite relaxed which I like that because I can remember like in the old days, I would never have been able to sit there painting outside, so I'd have been too scared so this is again, this is what I like about I like art it's it's not just your art skills that evolve it's your sort of it's your social skills and everything but I think my favorite thing about this one was the um was I, I like the way I did the road. Cause I've got lots of greys, sort of blending in with each other, but you've got the, the sort of like the the oranginess of the the um the dead leaves. And so what I did was I did something that I remember Bert Dodgson talking about in his book Keys to Drawing. He called it subjective and ad adjective, I think it was. So subjective is you sort of hint at what you're doing. And objective is you, you actually draw the shapes. So on the on the wall, which was a brick wall, I started out drawing some of the bricks. So you know the bricks are there. But then by the end of it, you, I haven't drawn any of the bricks, but I've sort of drawn, I've painted in little sort of squares. So what happens is you look at the first bit, you see the bricks. When you look at the, the bit without the bricks on it, you know it's bricks, because you've already drawn bricks over here. <laughs> so and and what Bert Dodson said was that makes the um, the viewer feel, feel clever, because they're they're feeling like they they're solving a puzzle by seeing the bricks, even though the bricks aren't there. Oh, I really enjoyed that one. I did. And then the next one was last week. 24th of September 2022. And what I did this was um down Tot Hill Park, which is again just around the corner. So I finished work and I walked through the park on the way home and I didn't know what I was gonna do. I couldn't sort of decide what I was gonna do. And I was walking around and I saw something that was perfect. It was like a little um again, loads of leaves on the ground loads of little park park bench not bent what are they called picnic benches and it just looked absolutely perfect but there was a cafe in the background and I thought to myself I don't want to sit there painting these um picnic benches if people start coming out eating their dinner or eating their, their lunch or having a drink or something because I wouldn't want somebody watching me whilst I was drinking or eating <laughs> But I thought, oh, it's a shame, because it was such a perfect scene. Because the the door was open on the cafe. And I thought if the cafe had been shut, I would have sat there. But I kept walking, and then I found this spot. What it is, is it's a circular area with, like, benches. And there's a little building, which is actually, like, the the building for the bowls. So there's a, a load of, like, um people who play bowls there's a bowling green basically over there and then you've got you've got the houses in the background you've got a tennis court on your right you've got your benches you've got a little thing of flowers in the center and then you've got trees and bushes and you've got a path and grass so i just thought this is brilliant here because you've got so many different types of textures you've got wood you've got bricks You've got metal, you've got fencing, you've got like nature, grass and flowers, and you've got loads of really cool shapes as well. So I I sort of thought to myself, I'm glad I didn't sit where I was gonna sit, because this was brilliant. But what happened here was, again, I was sitting here painting. Now this place was a lot more busier than the last one. And there was loads of people walking back and forth, walking their dogs. And somebody actually come over and said, can I see what you're painting? <laughs> so I was listening to my music and I, let, I I like showed them and we started talking a little bit. Put my music back in. Now at that moment, I know my old self would have gone home because they would have thought, I don't want to stay here with people talking to me. And then what happened was I stayed there. This lady was walking down here and she was like looking at me. And she started coming over to me and she was talking to me. So I took my me me, um, headphones out and we ended up having this really big conversation about painting and stuff. And she invited me to a local community thing. So and again, I thought, oh, how cool is this that I I didn't. Because w- if I had gone home out of fear when that bloke started talking to me, I wouldn't have had this experience with this lady. So it just felt like a sort of... Um, it felt very much like... Um, I don't know if it's synchronicity or not. It felt it felt like um, something special happening there. But the hardest thing for this one was... I, I completely messed up the... There's like a... A circular thing in the centre of this place which is made of like metal is basically like a, a circular metal railing I suppose and I basically messed up the protect the um, perspective on it but because it because I'm I don't do any pencil drawings here, I go straight in with my pens, with my fine liners. So the problem is if I mess it up I'm sort of stuck with the lines I've created. So I did my best to fix it but so that straight away that was wrong. Also I messed up the perspective on the bench, one of the seats. It's is too so again this is me not getting my angles right. And I also messed up the um the roof of the building. I made the roof too big on the back. But the things I do like is I like that I, again, I blended the, the houses in the background. I've blended them into the background. I I feel like I got a nice sort of um, combination of different greens in the bushes and stuff. I like the way the bricks turned out. Because what I've started doing is I've started layering different colours on top of each other. Because I love it the way you can put like an orange down. Or like you can put a red down with watercolours. And if you put a brown on top of the red, you get like a reddy brown. So I just love it. It's like a fun little thing. And then also, right at the end, I popped in some colours with like the red flowers. And also, now this is something else I love about like drawing. I've sat in this park hundreds of times looking at these trees and stuff. But I've realised I've never really looked at them because one of these trees is some sort of apple tree or something. Because this is the first time I've ever sat here drawing these trees and I noticed like apples in the tree. And I I thought to myself, it reminded me of when I used to do me realistic pencil drawings. You could look at somebody and you've seen them a thousand times. When you sit down and start drawing them, you notice like a, a mole on their on their cheek or something. Or you notice they've got a tattoo. Or you notice like a scar on them or something. And you never noticed it before. Which is that thing where like your your eyes are filtering out information. So you're not, when, it, when you look at something, you're never getting all of the information. Whereas when you're drawing, you really look at something and you sort of see. You get a lot more of the information. So that, I like that. Yeah. And that's was it really. So I love this though. I love going outside. Sketching. I think it's fun. And I like the fact that it's every Saturday morning. It doesn't have to be but. I'm, I thought I'm just going to keep it the way it is. Because I've got the habit now of Saturday morning is. Sketching outside. So that's it for this month for art class which was September 2022. I've also got a couple of little accessories I suppose. So at the moment I take a a glass jam jar with me when I go out painting. But I actually found in Wilkinson's a shop in town they've actually got they've got these plastic little plastic parts for 30p so i got a couple of them i was going to have them both for painting but we ended up putting some nuts in the other one so i got one in the cupboard full of peanuts and i got another one which i'm going to use for for like painting but the good thing about these is that the lid is really thick so what you can do is you can fill the pot up with water and then fill the lid up with water so you can use the lid as like a little um Sort of temporary water thing, or you can even mix your colors in that if you wanted, but I like this plastic because it's it feels a lot more um, well it's lighter and it's you're not afraid of breaking it and I've also got this other thing i'm not sure if I talked about this before, but this one's a bit stiff but there's a girl well, there's a lady at art class who's got one of these she used to go out painting outside with it what it is it's a um i think she said it was for camping but it's basically it's a water a water container which you can actually squash down into like a really thin shape so basically it's a good way to carry a big container without taking up a lot of space and i got that for about i think that was 20 it was about 20, 30, 30p, something like that, at a car boot sale. And I also got, I think I got these, the pair of these for either 50p or a pound. I want to say it's 50p though. But because I've been struggling with mixing me colours. Like what'll is I'm out, I'll look at something and I, I can see what the colour is. But I just, I can't, especially greys. I find it really hard to, to create greys and blacks so what i found was i found a watercolor wheel so i've i've got one of these in one of my one of my art books but this is actually a like a portable one so what you do is you've got around the outside you've got a bunch of colors like burnt amber cobalt blue so what you do is you just move this little wheel around and you move it around until you see a color you want so you think to yourself let's say you think to yourself oh, i want to create like a i want to create like a peachy pink what you do is you go back you follow the thing back and then you look and you say if you mix permanent rose with yellow ochre you're going to get this like peachy color but the good thing about this is you can go and you can say to yourself, I wonder what yellow ochre mixed with permanent rose creates. And it creates a darker peachy colour. So it also shows you like the the sequence that you've got mixed to mix the colours as well. So I just thought that was quite cool. Especially um, the, col- the colours I've struggled the most with trying to capture is purples and grays yeah purple and grays and black so i thought i was quite handy that and that's it for this one little dennis well, i hope you enjoyed that one little dennis is going to get us out of here <laughs> boing oh that was a quiet one Left is this week's inspirational quote, and I was also thinking about doing something which was I'm not sure if I'm going to do it yet. I was thinking about splitting these up into two podcasts, so having like one podcast a month talking about my art class stuff, and one podcast a month talking about painting outside. I'm not sure. Because I sort of think to myself, sometimes I'll rush through the art class bit because I think I don't want it to be too long. So I thought maybe it might be a bit better to have one podcast focused just on the art class bit. And stuff like that. But this week's inspirational quote actually comes from the book Sketching with James Horton, which is one of the books I got from the art class. There's a quote on the back of this book, which is, I thought it was brilliant. And this is one of the reasons why I love sketching so much. So this it says, it says, sketches are often works of art in their own right, executed purely for the pleasure of doing them. <laughs> How cool is that? And I do think that's why sketching is the best one. I think the reason sketches are so cool is because when you're sketching, you're not sketching thinking about the finished piece. You're normally just sketching for fun, either for fun or like um, for like research. You know why does how does these um, how do this how does this clothing behave? The best way to work it out is to sketch it. And then what happens is because you're sort of having fun, and you're not thinking about the finished thing, you end up with like really just like for me like images which have got a lot more personality in them a lot of the time so i just thought oh i love that quote sketches are often works of art in their own right executed purely for the pleasure of doing them james Horton.